And not only that, that I do put up with so much. It's like, I know whether you want to call it the Holy Spirit or or whatever, it's conflicting because when I buy stuff like that and I'll be like, man, am I a believer of God and I watch this type of stuff? I mean, you can't sit down and watch like, pornographic stuff and be like, I'm a man of God. No, you're not. Because a man of God is going to have have conflict with those type of things. Because when we read we read in our Bible, we're like, I, we not supposed to indulge ourselves with sexual immorality. So why would it be okay to watch these type of things? But But that's besides the point. It's just in this cold world, this wicked world, um, ain't nobody that loves us. No one cares about us. The this government don't care about us. You know, COVID, pandemic, Omicron, all this stuff to me is all a host. It's fake. But that's the topic for another another podcast, another segment, which I'm definitely gonna make. I have not talked about COVID or Omicron pandemic or anything like that because I wanted to keep it focused on God. But I know that people are scared. People are worried. People are thinking about all sorts of things. And I'm like, God is the only hope. He is the Father. When I read the Bible, I think about how ordained, how... God is the only one that talks about love and how much he would he do for humanity in the way the ways he maneuver like giving mercy, giving opportunity, warning people, then warning warning them countless times, like so many times before the actual event happens, like with Sodom and Gomorrah, Abraham I feel like he was still an instrument of God's mercy in a way because we know God created man. But it was in Abraham that as God, if if there be one, ten, nine, or so many, just a couple, just a few amount of people, and Sodom and Gomorrah, then would would you destroy them? And he said, I will not destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And if there be ten or how many times he gave mercy. And he said, I will not destroy it. And Abraham is said during his pre-adventure, meaning as he's journeying to Sodom and Gomorrah, He's asking God, he said, what if it be this many? And he just kept blowing the number every time. And God was like, I will not destroy Sodom and Gomorrah if there be one or whatever. And God, seeing that instant, God gives mercy. He gave mercy. Mercy was not invented by the Messiah, Jesus, or Yeshua of the Bible. Now, I already went through Yeshua, 
the the Messiah's name. His name is Yeshua. But that's, but for those that don't know and maybe just listening to this podcast, Jesus. But Yeshua is his Hebraic name, his original name, and. But it was not created by the Messiah and him dying on the cross. Like, mercy was not invented by him. God had mercy from the beginning. He always gave warnings before he actually had done it. Done the events to have people get killed and die. If you, um, I was reading Jeremiah... And I made a podcast about that one last time. And I was like, when you read Jeremiah, God said that, what should I do with these people? For they have killed the prophets who I have gave them warnings to. He gave them peace. He gave them mercy. He gave them an opportunity to be forgiven. But they spoiled it. And they became spoiled as individuals of Israel by being rebellious and deciding to walk in their own way and also killing the prophets that spoke the truth and spoke the word of God. For God gave them a warning. But see, what we do is we take advantage of God's mercy. And then we want to speak on Speak on the fact like Yeshua, the Messiah, was the only one that created mercy. For God had created the Messiah in the first place. So you got to think about that. God created mercy. He created the Messiah. And the mercy that's in the Messiah is created by God. So mercy is not something that's new. For in the, in the Old Testament... In the Bible, it said that God's mercy endured forever. He flooded the earth one time and then said he made a covenant with men that he would not flood the whole world. So mercy was always invented. But besides mercy, there's love in God. God loves us. He tells us what we should not do. That he said that we should take care of our body. And if you defile your body by putting tattoos, cutting your flesh, and eating what's not bad for you, God says, forget. Um, I mean, it was Paul that made a statement about it. Do you forget that your body is the temple of the Lord's most high? And... In the in the Old Testament, it talks about that that our body is the temple of the Most High. I think it it was Yeshua that said it, um, that one. But it, but that's not the point. Is that who would have that much compassion? Like humans don't have that compassion for other humans. I mean. We can act nice, we can behave in a good way, we can um act in a way of righteousness, but love the the type of love and care for something other than oneself is like 
it's not it's not like a human can really love someone else like God does. And I'm not saying that we as humans are heartless, but we can be. We have to admit that that we are heartless and we can be. But I'm saying that God loves us more than anyone else can love us. Because man cannot love you with the same compassion that God loves you. Because first of all, God created you. He knew what you was going to become. He knew, he knows your weakness and your, um, your secrets, your quirks, what, like, what makes you tick, what makes you angry, your flaws. He knows all those. We, we have things that we hide from each other. We got flaws. We got things that we can't share, things we don't even talk to about one another because we fear what others may think. We fear fear not being accepted, like accepting. Like that that's what humans want. Accept accepting. Uh, I'm struggling to speak English. <sighs> My bad. But acceptance whatever the point is is that that's what humans want but god loves you for who you are and it's like i want i want people to understand that but i can't make people understand you just have to read the bible i was just reading i was just reading um roof and i was just listening reading what what I was reading judges and what else I was reading I just got done reading oh my gosh it was it was Samuel so that one was about Samson and stuff and it's just but the beginning was like how he was like how he's born and how the his um mother she couldn't have kids and how how she kept going to God and like going to um the her the place of worship and whatever just to see God and she kept going there because she couldn't bear a child because her husband had like um another wife and at that time it was different but we ain't gonna go all of that, I don't want to um, ramble, but basically, yeah. So, so the man had another wife, and she had a kid, but she couldn't bear ch- children, and she had a child. Finally, because over time, she just kept praying to God, and then God opened her womb to have a child. And that was, that's tough. I mean, I, I can't understand that, but I can understand just the understand not being able to have your own kids or just not being able to have kids. I mean, I don't I can't completely understand it because I don't know. I never done those type of things. I never try to have kids, but I'm just saying 
I mean, you may be, you may want kids really bad. And I mean, I do, I do plan to have kids or want to have kids in the future. But I'm like, it's, that's a tough thing to go through. But she just kept praying and she didn't eat food. So in a way she was fasting. And she was very sad, but her praying, her dedication to the most high, the most high opened her womb. Then she named she named her child Samuel, and she like that made a promise that he wouldn't he would not get his hair cut because because it was the Lord that it was it was the Lord that blessed her with a child. That child was blessed by the most high because she could not have kids. She was basically like um Abraham's wife, Sarah, and it's just crazy. I always think, like, every time I read the Bible or when I'm listening to the Bible, I just be thinking, like, I always, I always appreciate the dedication of righteousness and, like, what people do. Like, Daniel, like, how he fasted, he fasted, and he was able he fasted for the most high and he, he got visions from the most high to see the future, what was going to happen. He also had belief not to bow down and worship the statue or the the gods in Babylon. When Nebuchadnezzar said, whoever doesn't bow down and worship the statue or these other gods, then they're going to get killed, beheaded, whatever the case may have been. It's just, you you don't find that type of thing. And then it only comes, like, with faith. And I always think, I'd be like, man, does my faith match up to that? I want to be able to be qualified. Like, like, everybody... I mean, not everybody. I'm just going to talk about myself. But in my head, I always think about getting into heaven. Like, man, being righteous, getting to heaven. And I always think, think like, oh, am, am I righteous enough to get into heaven? And I started understanding it. And I wanted to make a podcast about this one. But I'm just going to put this in with this one. And it, it was like, man... The type of people that's going to get into heaven and the type of people that ain't going to make it in heaven is the people that think like that. Like, thinking that there's a certain amount of righteousness to get in heaven. There is no amount of good I can do to enter heaven. And I can't count so many righteous things I did to get in heaven because those are not the things... That's going to allow me to get in heaven. It's to, it's the faith in Yeshua. And I have to humble myself. And re- always remember. I'm not worthy of heaven. Because those. That think like. Oh there's a certain amount of righteousness. Or just a certain amount of good things. I'm going to do to get into heaven. Like if you ever watch like cartoons. Like I remember. Watching this cartoon. I don't watch this type of cartoon. Because I, I know it's not good. And I'm just going to watch that type of stuff no more. But I remember watching this show called Family Guy. And it was this episode where he thought he was going to die. 
or it might have been another cartoon, but you see it before. The person think they about to die and they scared if they might go to hell. They don't know what's going to happen after death and they get scared. So the person just was like, like they try to do good so they can enter heaven before they die. But that's not how it works. One, if you read the Bible, you gotta ask for forgiveness. By you, you gotta ask forgiveness of the ask the forgiveness of the Messiah and ask for his salvation. And then, like, and you just you gotta be humble. You just and you gotta have faith that. Being a good person or just being righteous alone, you ain't gonna get into it. And it ain't no counting. You just gotta understand, we ain't, I ain't worthy of heaven. No one is. Ain't no one worthy of heaven. The only person worthy of heaven was God's son. Because he didn't commit no sin. Everybody in this world committed sin. I committed sin. Everybody did. That's like a normal person. Because he on a whole another standard. But for that fact is the only way I'm going to be getting to heaven is by the blood of Yeshua. And just being humble about this situation. Because if I put myself on pride and be like, oh, I did this, I did that. I gave money to the poor. I, like, like when you read, um, like, what it say? It say in Matthews. It say this is in Matthews, where you um Yeshua says that not all those that say Lord, Lord, um, Lord, Lord, are going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And he's going to say, "I never knew you." And that's true because they will. Some will say that I have. Haven't I built the church for you? Haven't I? Haven't I did this? Haven't I did that? Nah. You ain't gonna get into heaven with that mindset. Because you think because you did all this stuff for God, you gonna make it into heaven? You gotta have faith. And you gotta have faith. You gotta be doing good. But you gotta have faith. That's one. That's the most important thing. And then you... Just gotta be, gotta be humble. Gotta be humble. Always, I can't make people think like me. But when I wake up, or when I go to sleep, because it's it's pretty late right now. It's twelve fifty one. So it's a new day. And when I go to sleep, I, I know there's a possibility. That I, oh my gosh, I'm in tears right now thinking about it. But it's like I know that there's a possibility that I won't wake up. Like I know there's a one out of one hundred or whatever they say chances. They want to say one out of this many numbers, but there's a chance that I won't wake up. And I always think about that. Because it's a big if. And people always think they're going to wake up. You know why you always think you're going to wake up? 
because every time you go to sleep, you you wake up the next day. But what if you close your eyes and you never wake up? And you know why? Another reason why people think they always gonna wake up, cause no one face, no one faces near death experience. When you face a near death experience, then you gonna understand that you can die at any moment. I've been in, I've been in one car accident. And the events that happened, I haven't, I haven't on recording. And I watched it. And it went it went so fast just watching it. But I tell you, when I was in this situation, it felt mad slow. And, and when I think about it, I'm going I'm to I'm just give you a little bit of it. I don't want to go rambling about what happened. But let me tell you about what happened in that car, that car accident I got in. Just tell you a little bit of it. I made I made a left I made a left turn and I was I made a turn going fifty and I'm slowing down thirty. Slowing down to thirty but I was going going fifty. Fifty miles per hour. Slowing down to thirty, making a making a left turn. The car the car's Sliding in into the next lane, then speeding in to the grass. Then the car flips over. And that and that near death experience, what happened was first of all the car flipped over. The window broke. A lot of things happened. But the crazy thing was we could have hit I could have hit a tree. Then not only that, I was close enough to falling into a creek. A fifty-five feet creek. I mean, this is, it could it could have been down, just falling in the creek and then been dead. I mean, I could have not have been making this podcast right now. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I could have died. This was this was last year, twenty twenty one. And in probably in May, I don't know. It just happened a while back, and it's just like when you think of when I think about that situation, I always think now, now that I face the near death experience, I always always humble myself that I know I can die, but being in it, it just that's more weight to now knowing, cause you know. It's like when people tell you, oh, drugs is bad. And, you know, people always, they have this curiosity. I didn't have the curiosity, but I experienced it. And when you experience something, it just adds more weight to it. Because when you can die, and when, when you realize you can die, then that's when you start getting scared. And then you realize that you, it's a possibility that you could not wake up. Because no one has faced threats like that. I mean, not a lot of people do. Have you ever been in a situation where someone's pointing a gun at you to gunpoint? It hasn't happened to me. But 
there's a lot of situations in the world where people's life are being threatened. And I think, I just, I think about, like, man, when I go to work, I work at my job, and I talk to some people. I feel like, how your day going? And then I tell them about my day. I say, it's going well. And or and sometimes, you know, they ask, what makes your day going so well? And I, or would it make it really going well? Like, what's the reason? I just be like, number one is because I'm alive. I'm here. I'm breathing. I could be dead. I don't. I don't know what awaits on the other side. I'm, and I'm not saying I don't know what awaits like heaven or hell. Like, like do I believe in heaven or hell? I'm saying I don't know what awaits. Because. If you want to know, if you read Revelations according to the Bible, no one goes to heaven and hell immediately. Like, the people that are dead right now, they're not in heaven or hell until Judgment Day. And that's when a lot of, that's when everyone's being judged. So, until then, I don't don't know what's going to happen. What if... What if I'm, I die and it's like a nightmare? Like, it's like sleeping. And I'm sleeping. And I'm having a whole nightmare for so many years. Or what if it's short? Because usually sleep be feeling so short. And then you realize, oh, you just, then you just wake up. And then... And then you got to think about, what if you don't make it to heaven? What about that? Then you're going to be in hell. So you might as well, you got you to gotta enjoy life. Then you got some people in this world that talk ignorant. Don't, uh, you know, people are ignorant. And, and no matter how old you get and how young you are, you gotta be careful what you say. I regretted a, I re, I regret a lot of things on what I have said. And because I didn't understand the weight of what I was saying. Like, like when I said I hate, like I said I hate my brother one time, and I'm like, I don't hate my brother, but I said those words, and I don't. I didn't understand what hate was. I thought it was just a very strong dislike or something. And I'm like, nah. When my father told me what hate is, hate is is um is when you want them to die. You don't want them to be around you. You can't stand them breathing. You can't stand them being around you. You don't even want to look at them. You I mean I mean all people, they some people have them experience. So, what hate is? I mean, I could go keep going. Huh. Just man, you can't even breathe with being around them. I mean, that's how some some people feel when they hate hate people. I don't hate my brother. And and a funny thing is, somebody said they hate me, and they was joking around. And I was like, 
I said I was I was in a way joking too, but I was being serious. I said, Don't say you hate me because honestly they may be joking, but if you think about what if you say you hate somebody and then they die? What if then they die and they be dead and then and then the last words you spoke to them was I hate you and then they end up dead. Say I hate somebody, then they be in a car accident, then I never see them, and then I can't say sorry. What I'm gonna say sorry? I'm gonna say sorry to their dead body, and their corpse. I can't say sorry. You got people, they look, they they they, they you got dead bodies. I mean, it's tradition, and when people die, people want to say their last regards and stuff. Well. In the Bible, I'm going to tell you one thing. In the Bible, it don't tell me that the dead people hear what we say when they pass on. It don't say that. It don't say that the dead hears what we say. So how do we know that they even heard that, that we, we are sorry? So you got people dead, right? They go into heaven or hell. And... You don't know what the last thing they thinking. Maybe that's what they thinking. They be like, dang, this person hated me. Now I'm dead. A lot of people got to think before they speak. Because you may say something about God, but you don't know. You don't understand because you don't believe. And and you, you meet the most powerful being in the world, the universe, and you you don't understand the weight that's being said. I mean, sometimes I say I say foolish things, but I know not to say nothing about God. I mean, if you don't believe in God, you better just keep it that way. Just push it along, yeah, push it along, because when you say something. And you you going to sit there in judgment day and you lining up and then when it's your turn and they be like, Oh yeah, then you say that you you know you said something vulgar about God and you think it's a joke. You got comedians joking about God and I'm like, No, I can't take a joke. I'm being honest. I can't take a joke. I don't wanna hear nothing about somebody joking on God. I don't want to hear about jokes about God, like God made a mistake, something. Nope, I don't want to hear it. Because God hears everything we say. And it got power. And it's sad because when they sitting on Judgment Day, them words are going to be heard. And it's not going to be, it's not going to be, it's not going to be funny then. Ain't nobody going to be laughing with you. Because last thing someone's going to do is be laughing. They're going to be crying. It's going to be a lot of people crying. Their tears is going to be crying. I mean, tears are going to be crying. I mean, it's going to be a lot of tears running down people's faces. They're going to be they're gonna be apologizing. They're going to be like, I wish I never said that. And those that think, oh, well, what if God ain't real and they ain't nothing... That's gonna happen when it's the end of the world, and there, there you go with the, 
They go with the foolishness. I'm going to tell you another thing. I was talking about this with somebody. There's, oh, oh, there's another reason why you should believe in God. Because believing in God, what other hope is there in this world? There is no hope in this world. You know, you got leaks in this world. And you know, you can't. You can't change people's thinking. Like, I can't make you believe in God and stuff. But you got at least in this world. You got real people that think like this. And I'm going to tell you, I remember watching certain shows, and I started thinking just like them. I started agreeing with some of that mindset. Like, oh, people that should live are people that should be doing something for the whole world. Like, you shouldn't be here if you ain't doing nothing benefit of society. Like, if you sitting down and you watching on your couch and you, you go to work and your work really doesn't benefit the world and you go home, watch the TV and stuff, you should disappear. And then I was like, and, then, and I was like, dang, that type of thinking is messed up. Like, I was watching this show called Utopia. And it's basically about how, so I'm going to give you a little summary about what the show is about. I'm not trying to really recommend it, but the point is the plot was basically about how in this comic book predicted all these diseases that the government made to kill society, kill the population down. And I was watching this and I was like, yo... These, the God was like, what have you done? He he says this to his family and he's like, what have you done in this cold world to like be here? Or basically, what have you done to just like continue to live in this world? And you got people that think like that. Like, what are you doing in this world to benefit this world? Or what are you doing deserving to live like? Who are you to say what is deserving to live like? These people are acting like they're God. And these people are arrogant. They're ignorant. Like, what in your mind is saying you you deserving to be God and your your benefit of society? Because if if we if we don't talk about that type of thinking. What are you doing to benefit society? Well, wiping out people and then cutting down all the trees. I'm and I'm really talking about like conquistadors because conquistadors are the one who's thinking like this. Them, them Eurocentric people that come thinking like they bigger than the world, claiming to be God. You have a lot of people in society thinking they're God. Like, you had King Lewis. I remember in school learning about King Lewis. And this dude thought he was God. He was literally claiming to be God. But what happened to him? He ended up getting killed. These people, people really doing all this stuff. And no, and that's what I'm saying. You think all this stuff is conspiracy, but whether you believe it or not, it's going to be true.
Like, if I say the sky blue and you be like, I don't believe that. Whether you believe it or not, whether you believe up is down and down is up, you want to believe that, and I'm going to say it, you want to believe like homosexuality is the right thing and that's the normal thing. People dressing up like girls, people don't know who they are, people claiming they they them, they acting like there's multiple individuals, don't know who they are, and I and they wanna live a life like that. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't change the fact of what you are, 